So hi, I'm Daniela from Mellow Pet Care, and I'm joined today by Dr. Mira Tabit. Welcome. Hi, guys. Hi, Mella. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, so let's just start off, like, tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you become a vet? Uh, what are you doing now? What's your passion here? Okay, so basically, uh, I've been wanting to become a vet ever since I'm eight years old, because my best friend, my dog back then, died in front of me poisoned. So this was the trigger where I really thought I'm going to try to help as many pets as I want. And ever since I've been busting my ass to get to where I want. So basically I have a BS in veterinary science from AUB in Lebanon. And then I did my doctor in veterinary medicine, my GBM in St. Istvan in Budapest. I recently finished my PhD in uh, Holy Spirit uh, Catholic University in Lebanon. And I have uh, my biggest achievement, my clinic, Dr. Paul in Lebanon. We just marked our two years anniversary. So that's that. Wow, congratulations. Thank and you. Um, does the Dr. Paul clinic have any specialties? So basically, we treat uh, dogs and cats mainly. Uh, we do not treat any exotic animals or large animals. We always refer. So my specialty for now is dogs and cats. You never know, we might extend and start treating larger animals later on, but this is uh, further down the road, the project that we have. Of course, that's amazing. All right, so there are a bunch of uh, new pet parents here that are listening today. Uh, mm -hmm. So let's just get started. And you know, it's very overwhelming to get your first pet. So exactly. what do you think the main point of advice is for new parents or what is the first step that a new pet parent should take? So basically, if you're considering on getting a new pup, whether it's a kitten, it's a puppy, it's any sort of animal, congrats, you're going to add a whole bunch of happy moments to your uh, family. The most important thing that I would ask people just before getting any pet is if they can actually commit. Commitment is very important because this puppy or this kitten is going to be part of your family for the next 15 years. So you have a huge commitment on your hands is also a financial commitment because we all know that dogs, cats, any type of pet needs vaccination and follow up and they can also get sick. And of course, a lot of patients uh, because you're going to have to teach them. So commitment, financial commitment and uh, patience. All right. So let's assume that I'm a new pet parent and I want to get a cat. How do I go about doing this? Like what's the best place to adopt a cat? Um, where do I start looking into say cat breeds that I'm interested in? Um, okay. What's my first step there? So basically, I'm so glad that you're gonna adopt. I'm an advocate of adoption. I do not have anything against people wanting a specific breed and buying. This, I think, is a personal preference, but I always prefer adoption because I think there are so many dogs and cats who need home. So I'm always advocating for them, but I respect whoever decides to go in another direction as long as they're providing a safe environment for the pet that they, are be get that they will be getting. Uh, if you come to the clinic and you're telling me that you feel like adopting, the first thing that I would ask you is, do you have enough time and enough space at home? So for a cat or a kitten, it's easier usually than a puppy. 
because as we all know, cats are more independent than dogs. So for puppy training, for the potty training, it's easier for the cat. You don't have to do that. They would do that on their own. So you kind of took the easier road by deciding to adopt a cat. You wouldn't have to walk him also. So time-wise, also, it's easier to have a cat. In Lebanon, there are quite a few uh, NGOs who have uh, kittens and cats who would want adoption. I would sit down with you. I would see if you want a kitten, an adult or a senior. We would discuss the pros and the cons for each uh, age and uh, what would suit you best. And then I would refer you to one of those NGOs whom themselves would do also another evaluation to make sure that you are ready to adopt a new cat because as we already said, he's going to become part of your family. So we need to make sure that he's getting a good home. Yes, of course. And so you did mention briefly that a cat is a lot easier than a dog. Um, what other things make a dog a lot more complicated to deal with? Okay, so basically dogs are more independent on us. If you're going to be getting a puppy, the first thing you, you need to know is they are usually more attached to us. So the first couple of nights are rough on them. And because they have been separated from their mother or their siblings, you might have a crying, stressed puppy where you're going to have to comfort him the first couple of nights. And then bit by bit, once he gets used to his environment, to you, he's going to calm down. But you're going to start have to deal with the potty training. And because uh, be before he gets his vaccines, he's not allowed to meet other dogs. And for him to walk a lot outside of the house, you're going to have to potty train him on a pad, which takes quite a lot of time. So some dogs will be able to learn it within a couple of days, others take up to a couple of weeks. So you're going to have to be patient and you're going to have to repeat and positively reinforce the behavior quite a lot of time. You also need to know that for a dog, he's not allowed to stay home for a very long period of time, especially a puppy. You're gonna, you might face separation anxiety the first few days because he's attached to you now. And you're going to have to walk him eventually once he finishes all of his vaccine. You should walk him and you should run with him and if you're getting for example a husky or a lab or a big size dog who needs a lot of exercise then you need to know that you need to give him an hour or two every day for him to be allowed to walk to run to get this excess energy out of him every day and of course you need to socialize your dog so you need to find other pet parents and you're gonna have to socialize him with so all of these are extra duties that you would have to do as a dog parent compared to being a cat parent because cats are independent. You don't have to socialize them or take them outside. I always recommend to bring two cats so that they don't get bored at home alone. So two cats are always better than one. And for me, the amount of work is the same. The only thing that you're going to have to do when it comes to a cat is give them love, attention, clean their litter, and that's it. No potty training, no walking, no socialization. So it's kind of easier to have a cat than a dog. Yeah, this is really good to know. And I know you touched on it a little bit, but um, so you said that when you talk to people, you look at the pros and cons about whether they want to adopt a young pet or a senior. Uh, and I bet like the reasons are endless, but can you name a few pros and cons for an age group? 
So the, I'm just going to name a few that I'm thinking of right now. Uh, if you're going to be getting a puppy, the pros is that you can teach him everything that you want quicker. So an adult and a senior dog can still learn new tricks, but at a slower pace. It's similar to kids and adults. We as adults can learn new language, for example, but it takes us a longer period of time than a kid. Uh, having a puppy means that you're committing to staying with this guy for 10, 12, 15 years down the road. Whereas having a senior dog is you wanting to help an elderly dog live the rest of his life in a good environment. So actually, so of course, most people want a puppy because they want to uh, feel uh, they want to teach their dog the tricks that they want ever since he's younger. They want him to ad adapt easier. Uh, they don't want him to have any traumas, any bad previous experiences, because this might be the case with adult or senior dogs that they might have been abused. So all of these are pros of getting a dog, uh, puppy. Uh, getting a senior, for example, uh, some, the pros is that you don't have to potty train them. Usually they are already potty trained if they've been living in a house. And the cons for me is that you have them for a shorter period of time. So a senior dog usually is a dog who's more than seven, eight years old. So you kind of have six, seven years with him, not more than that. So for me, it would be hard to get attached to a senior dog for just a couple of years, knowing that he might not live with me for a longer period of time. But I also have so many clients of mine who adore saving senior dogs, especially those who have been abandoned, because the look of gratitude that you get from a senior dog is priceless. So... It depends what you're looking for. It depends how committed you are. So a person who, for example, tells me, I don't feel like teaching my dog potty, potty training. It would really take some effort out of me. I would recommend him either a six to seven month old puppy who already has been potty trained or an adult or senior dog who know how, where to do their business and what and when. So it depends what you're looking for. Great, this is really helpful information. And I hate that ask this question because it makes me really sad. But let's say that I am a pet parent and I can no longer take care of my pet. Um, what do I do? What are the next steps there to make sure that I can pass my pet on to wonderful hands and someone who will take care of him? Unfortunately, nowadays, this is all too common for me because so many people are having to give up their dogs or their cats for that matter because of financial constraints because you know because of the covid pandemic a lot of people are being let go of uh, their work and they no longer they are no longer making money so it saddens me whenever someone does this but i always look at the bright picture and i think at least this person did not just put his dog or his cat in the car drive for 15 20 kilometer threw him somewhere unknown and then came back because you do i do know of people who do that so the fact that he's thinking of doing that is very good and positive i usually help as much as i can we're using social media in order to broadcast that this dog needs a loving home if you know someone we are getting in touch with ngos 
So we do our best. It's not always easy, especially if he's not a puppy. So again, adult and senior dogs are less likely to be adopted. But so far, it's been working and we have found pretty amazing houses for a lot of dogs and cats. So hopefully we'll still be able to do that. That's honestly amazing. I love the work that you're doing. Um, Thank you. Uh, do you have any like last thoughts or anything that you'd like to say? Yeah, so I'm always advocating to uh, getting a new pup or a new kitten to your house. Uh, just make sure that you're committed, that you are willing to go through the ups and the downs because in a lot of cases you're getting a kitten or a dog and he's really sick in the beginning because puppies can get sick. So be emotionally prepared and take, take this um, uh, step and do it because I do believe that my cats and dogs are my biggest source of happiness nowadays. So I encourage everyone to get a dog or a cat. Great. And Mia, how can we keep up with you and your clinic? Yes, of course. You can follow me on Instagram, actually, on Dr. Paul Lab. I'm always posting about adoption cases, about some medical cases. I'm always spreading awareness about a lot of diseases that they can get so that People can learn about them, can learn about the symptoms, how to uh, diagnose them early on to identify the symptoms so that we can help them as bad. So if you check it out, you're going to see that there are a lot of info. And this is mainly because I love teaching and hence why I did a PhD to be able to teach. So I hope you're going to like it. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Daniela. And thank you for organizing this podcast. Hopefully we'll do some more. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Hope everyone can see what you're doing.